Hello everyone, I am Aaron Owens and this is the Truth Proclaimed Podcast. Glad to be with you once again. We're here for another episode. I'm very excited today um, because um, I've released a new book, an ebook, very small ebook, in the realm of a devotional. Um, but the title of it is Seven Days, Seven Warfare Strategies Against Fear. Seven Days, Seven Warfare Strategies Against Fear. Uh, special to me, a special time for me because it's my first book. Uh, a few projects lined up, things I want to do in the future, things I've been working on. Uh, but this is the fir- first actual release that I have, and I'm very excited about it. The topic of fear is very um, important to me, is near and dear to me, the topic itself, uh, because uh, fear is in many ways, one of the biggest deterrents and hindrances to success. Fear will stop you. You could have the money, you could have the resources, you could have the time, uh, you could have the ideas, you can have all of these things. But if you have uh, fear in your life, if you listen to the voices that tell you you can't, every single negative thought that we allow ourselves to feed into and create a uh, fear in our life will never get started will will never achieve no matter how much we talent we have no matter how much ability God has given us uh, for we read in his word God has given all of us a specific amount of talent uh, that is ability that's gifting uh, that's anointing to be able to perform uh, tasks in our lives that would bring glory to God. Uh, we all have these talents. We all have specific abilities. And guess what? My talents, my abilities are not yours, but you have your own. Many times we focus on um, kind of like focus on other people because of what they can do. And we minimize what God has put into us. It's important to be able to understand that uh, we need to dig down within through prayer and through reflection and through understanding who God is to begin to understand who we are and what he put in us. So fear is a hindrance. Fear is a thing that stops us from time to time. Uh, And even uh, when I look at my own life growing up, right, I can look back and say, uh, especially in my younger years as a child, I dealt with a lot of fear. I dealt with a lot of irrational fear. I, de- I dealt with a lot of imagination, a lot of things that might not have been there, but they, I, I made them there because of, of the fear, the spirit of fear that worked on me. And when we're operating under a spirit of fear, uh, what happens is we begin to focus more on what bad can happen right then what good can happen so we focus on the bad and not the good we focus on all of the possibilities of things going wrong all of the possibilities of us getting hurt all the possibilities of us getting injured all the possibilities of us um uh, being attacked or or not being safe we focus on all of those things and not the positive even if we don't have any evidence that something bad is going to happen because we operate under a spirit of fear or we've allowed the spirit of fear to manifest in our life, then we become someone that is um, focused on fear, focused on fear. I want to help you and I'm uh, as I have gone through this process and come to a place in my life, not only did I have fear with uh, sort of like uh, of danger, I also dealt with fear 
through or because of low self-esteem, just not feeling adequate like others, not feeling like I uh, had the ability or I possessed the same tools that others had or have. Uh, uh, many times it deterred me from uh, pursuing ideas. Sometimes even I remember just the, uh, just the, the thought of not having enough resources. I don't have the money. Uh, and if I try it, I'm going to fail. Even times in the past, we've tried things and failed. So we allow those past experiences to create fear in our life of ever doing anything in the future. Don't let the fear of failure from your past stop you from uh, uh, trying things in the future. You never know when you're going to try something and it's going to flourish. It's going to work. It's going to succeed. It's going to go through. We can't let fear stop us from trying. Right. In the past, it just might not have been the right time. It might not have been the right opportunity. You might not have been surrounded by the right people. But now, if God is nudging your heart and telling you to try now, don't let fear stop you. So that's important to understand. All right. Uh, so let's 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 understand this. Um, I've written this ebook. Seven Days, Seven Warfare Strategies Against Fear, and you can find it uh, on Amazon, Kindle, um, Barnes & Noble, most major retailers, you can find it online. I'm going to leave a link um, in this podcast that you can click on, and it'll give you a list of links that you can go to the, to find this book. I appreciate all your support. If you if you are one that have been struggling with fear, we're going to go through some of it today. But if you want to go in depth with the study and have some of the notes, some of the things I'm going to go over here today, I would encourage you to buy the ebook. Once again, it's called Seven Days, Seven Warfare Strategies Against Fear. But I want to go through a little bit of it today. And and as we begin, um, I think it's important to understand that God has given us strategies in the word of God. Anything you are facing, God has given you an answer. God has given us an answer. God has given us a remedy. God has given us a way out. Why are we searching for all of these other avenues without going to the word of God or without going to God? The word of God reveals the mind of God. The word of God reveals the strategy. It reveals uh, 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 the power that God has, how he did things. You see, because all throughout the history of this world, what God did, he did it through his word. Whatever the Lord achieved, he achieved it through his word. So he has delivered to us that same power. But many of us, we don't go into the word. We don't go into the will. The word is the will. It's the will of God. We are the children of God. Therefore, we have an inheritance. Because we have an inheritance, which is in Christ, we must read the will. The will is the word of God. If you do not read the will, understand the will, meditate on the will, you will not know the benefits you have as a child of God. You will continue to be in bondage because you do not have an understanding of your entitlement as a child of God. What's the point? What's the benefits? What's the what's the point of even being a Christian or being a child of God if we are not in the word of God to understand the will? The will is important that you understand the will. I could put a million dollars in your bank account, but if I don't give you the account, number you'll never have access to it so in the natural so in the spirit the word of god is the account number to access all of the spiritual benefits that we have in christ 
the number one spiritual benefit that we have in Christ is freedom. We are free from doubt. We are free from anxiety. We are free from stress. And most of all, we are free from fear. We must understand the word. We must meditate on the word. The word must become a part of our thinking. It must become a part of our life. It does not. That does not happen by you just going to church on a Sunday, listening to the preacher preach and give all kind of gimmicks and 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 interesting rhymes and phrases and catchphrases. It's more to it than that. It takes a private time of studying the word of God. And meditating on it day by day. So that when temptations come. And temptation is not just sin. Temptation comes when we're tempted to, to, to endorse a feeling or a spirit that's not of God. And one of those spirits that the enemy constantly tries to get us to endorse. And to, and to propagate into our own lives. And to hinder us and to stop us from progress and success. Is the spirit of fear. All right. So even Jesus, being the very word of God, being God manifested in the flesh, being the very son of God, he is the manifest presence of God in the flesh. He is the image of the incorruptible God. Uh, Jesus was uh, God in bodily form. He is God in bodily form. But even Jesus, who had the ability to create the word. He had the ability to, to speak a new word. Jesus had the ability to speak something that we had never heard. When, in fact, Jesus was tempted of the devil, and in the third chapter of Matthew, the Bible says Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter, Satan, came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And that's Matthew 4, excuse me, Matthew 4, 1 through 4. So even Jesus, who is God, who had the authority to speak a brand new word into existence to fight Satan, he spoke something that had already been written. He spoke what he already said. He enforced the written word of God tells us we must enforce the written word of God when we're faced with temptation. Okay? How do we overcome fear? Through a proclamation of the word of God. We must declare the word of God against our enemy, against the very spirit of fear, in the face of fear. Or else the spirit will continue to gain ground in your life. Okay? Okay, one year you were afraid to go into the city, right? Uh, because of all the stuff you hear going on in the city, afraid to go into the city, afraid to do anything. I can't, I can't go in there. I, got, I need to do this. I need to take care of this. But and I won't go into the city because I don't know what's going to happen to me. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be all right. Next thing you know, the devil has pushed ground. He's pushed territory. Now you're afraid to get in your car. Not even in the city, but 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 now is you know he's pushing ground further out. It started in the city, but now it's 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 it's, it's progressing more toward where you are. So now you're limited. Your 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 limit of space is very limited now your ability to roam free has become infringed because you have allowed we have allowed the spirit of fear to gain territory in our life See, it does not stop it seeks to take as much ground in our mental emotional space as it possibly can until we are imprisoned in a box uh, that is that that fear has the key of and we can have no success in our life 
We can't even have faith in God in the midst of fear. We cannot achieve anything. We cannot even believe the word of God. We have no use to God when we dwell in a spirit of fear. So in the face of fear, we must learn how to fight with the word of God. So as we meditate on the concept of fear, right, and how we overcome fear, the very first thing I think that we should understand is that in order to overcome fear, we must seek the Lord. Seeking the Lord is so vital to overcoming not just fear, but any spiritual enemy that arises in our lives. And let me tell you, ma'am and sir, we, you want to have enemies. But the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. I want to bring a scripture here, Psalm 34 and 4, and this, this scripture really outlines uh, what we must do when we're attacked by the spirit of fear. It says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Some of us have dealt with fear in a very consistent way, very perpetual way. We found that fear is seems to be a continual, persistent enemy. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. Maybe that's you. But the psalmist says, I sought the Lord. When we look closer at that word, the word sought is the Hebrew uh, verb derasti. And the, the context of that verb, the type of verb it is, uh, uh, signifies an incomplete action. So when you see that word, that particular verb that's being used in the Hebrew, it's a word that, that uh, the tense of the word signifies something that is continual, nonstop, over and over again. So, so when, we, when we look at it in that light, the psalmist is saying, I'm seeking the Lord. I'm continuously seeking the Lord. And as I continually sought the Lord and continually seek the Lord, I realized that that's a recipe for him to hear me. I sought the Lord. I continued day after day. I continued week after week. I didn't get tired. I, get, I didn't get discouraged. I didn't give up. But even though I had failures and, 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 and last week when fear came upon me, it, it crippled me. It made me lay in the bed all day. I didn't even want to go out the house, but, but, but I didn't let that be the end of me. This week, uh, I sought the Lord again. I continued to seek God, and he heard me. I was consistent. You have to be consistent with God. You can't pray a prayer one day and expect um, everything to be answered because you decided today you wanted to pray, but God wants to see consistency. He wants to see somebody that's dedicated and wants deliverance enough to seek God day after day. So I'm seeking the Lord. I continuously sought the Lord. I continuously went after God concerning this thing that has afflicted me. And, and after a period of time, I can report victory that he heard me and delivered me from all my fears, not just some of the fears, but, but he delivered me from all my fears. When God truly delivers from something, he does all. He's, he's an all type of God. He's a God that that will handle it all. He's, he's a God that won't isolate it to one particular thing, but we serve a God that's able to deliver from all fear, not just some fear, but all fear. He cures whatever our affliction is. 
whatever it is. Don't look down on yourself because you feel like yours is sort of like distinctive. Oh, I'm afraid of something that nobody else is afraid of. There's something wrong with me. But whatever your fear is, God is able. Tell yourself God is able. Say to yourself, whatever my fear is, God is able. What do I do? I just need to seek the Lord. How do we know we are seeking the Lord the Bible way? We are consistently asking. We are consistently praying. We are consistently seeking until we get in answer until we get a release it's an ongoing process not a one-time event we must continually seek the lord our salvation within itself is a continual process walking with god daily it's all about relationship what kind of relationship would we have with god want to have with god if he just delivered us from everything one day you won't seek God. You wouldn't seek God if you had no issues. You wouldn't seek God if you had no problems. You wouldn't seek God if you had no challenges. So we learn that seeking God requires searching after God. And the way we seek God, let's get more specific now. Let's bring application here. The way that we seek God is by gaining an understanding of Him. Okay? You can't seek God apart from His Word. Psalm 105 and 4 says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Now, the Bible says, No man have ever seen the face of God and lived. So when we see it says, Seek his face evermore, it's talking about the face represents understanding, it represents enlightenment. God, when you seek God, God will enlighten you to things that you had never seen before. It just reminds me of a scripture of the prophet and the young man. The prophet and the young man were in the house, I believe it was Elisha. And all of the enemies were surrounding them. The opposing army was surrounding them. And they were in the house. And the army was surrounding the house. And Elisha was just as cool as, as anything. And the young man is upset. He's wondering, what do we do? How do we handle this? What are we going to do, man of God? Our days are, uh, we're we about to get killed here. They're going to come in here. They're going to break down these walls. And we're going to be killed. The man of God, Elisha, says to the young man, he begins to pray. He says, Lord, open this young man's eyes. Let him see. You know what God did? God allowed that young man's eyes to be opened. And what did he see? He saw the angels of God, the warring angels of God. He saw the army of God. He saw the army of the Lord of hosts standing more in number than the army that was surrounding them. I wonder, was he fearful after that? <laughs> Ask God for enlightenment. Seek his face. In the face of God is light. The light brings vision. The, the vision brings enlightenment. It brings understanding. It allows you to see the provision of God where you could not see it before. When we see what God has already provided, it causes us not to worry. It causes us not to fear. If you could see the angels that are encamped around you every day, when you drive around in your car, when you're going back and forth to work, 
when, when, you, when you're driving and, and doing this, when, you, when you're in your bed sleeping, if you could see the angels that are surrounding you, that have been commissioned by the very God of the universe to make sure you are safe every day, you would not fear. You would sleep well tonight. For those of you that can't sleep because you're worried about this happening, you're worried about that happening, trust in the Lord. Ask God to give you enlightenment. Seek the face of God through prayer, through studying the word of God, through meditation. On You know, you could read a scripture uh, for 50 years and not get understanding. But if you begin to set your heart on that word and begin to meditate on it and ask God for enlightenment and to seek the face of God through his word, God will show you and give you revelation in that word that you had never seen. It wouldn't be written in any books anywhere. It, it would only come from heaven, uh, what God could give you to bring enlightenment into your life that would dispel every sense of fear that you've ever had. And God would deliver you from all fears. So we need to seek the face of God. Stop seeking these other things. Stop seeking the face of people. People can't help you. Only God can help you. This thing you've been dealing with, if people could help you, they would have already helped you. But this thing that you're dealing with, you need God. We need understanding. When you understand that you serve a powerful God, you won't fear as much. When you understand the dynamics of how powerful God is, it will chase every semblance of fear away in your life. Living in the reality that your father is the creator of this heaven and creator of the earth and that God himself and that the devil is not the arch enemy of God. He's so inferior to God. When you understand how powerful God is, that he created all things by the word of his power, that God, even in the prophecy of the book of Revelation, the Bible says that all the nations gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. And what happened was the Bible says that all the nations gathered together to fight against God. In the book of Revelation, the Bible says that he saw a man upon a white horse and a white garment on. His vesture was dipped in blood, and upon it said the word of God. The Bible says, out of his mouth proceeded a sharp sword. That is the word of God. He destroyed all the nations of the earth just by his word. He did not have to lift a finger, but his word was powerful enough to destroy all the nations in one word. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is the remedy for fear. The word of God is the way out. Stop looking other places. Look to the word of God. Seek the face of God. Seek enlightenment. Seek understanding. Seek to know who God is. Seek his strength. Seek his power. Seek it forevermore. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. God is not far away. He's with you. He's, he's in the space that you need him to be, but you need spiritual eyes to see him in the atmosphere. I know fear seems close by, but God is even closer. Seek him while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Let the wicked man forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, for he will have mercy unto our God, for he will abundantly pardon. He'll pardon you. His ways are not our ways, neither are his thoughts his ways. As high as the heaven is above the earth, so far is his ways higher than our ways. You don't know why God took you this path. But God wants to show you his power even over fear. Some of us fear to succeed because we don't think we can handle success. 
Some of us fear failure because we failed in the past and we can't stand the trauma that we experience when we fail. But seek God through his word. Meditate on the word. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. The ungodly is fearful, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Sinners are fearful because they don't know when their judgment is coming. They might not act fearful to you, but deep down in their heart, they know something is coming. They know that time is winding up. They know they need to get things straight. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. When you understand the power of God through his word, you will begin to have pleasure in the word of God, in the law of the Lord. And when you do that, it won't be hard to meditate on it day and night. And as a result of that, the Bible says, Psalm 1 shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in his season. You don't have to worry about when you're going to bear fruit. It's coming in your time. His leaf also won't die. It won't wither. And whatever you do will prosper. This is the benefit of seeking God for victory and deliverance through his word speak it out loud fear shall not have power over me because i trust in the word of god speak it with authority speak it with conviction you have to speak it out your mouth you have to speak it in the atmosphere it's the only way you can move the devil you have to speak the word of god with authority and with power over your life this kind of power transports you into the presence of god once again the title of the book is Seven Days, Seven Warfare Strategies Against Fear. Read each chapter day by day for seven days and focus on, meditate on the scriptures that each chapter presents for each day and use it as a practice, use it as a training method as you progress in your journey against fear. And click the link in this uh, episode so that you can, click the link in this episode so that you can uh by the book. Thank you so much for your support. I love you guys. Thanks for those that have been following the podcast and downloading the episodes. I appreciate you so much. I pray God's blessings over your life and continue to support this ministry. Uh, I'm very thankful for what God has uh, enabled us to do and we looking to do more in this year of 2023. I myself am looking and expecting and gearing myself up not to let fear keep me from doing whatever God has put in my heart. You know, sometimes we fear offending others. Sometimes we fear stepping on others' toes. Sometimes we fear uh, like people are going to think you're trying to be something that you're not. Sometimes you fear uh, other people's inferiorities. Whatever it is, God is challenging us, telling us if you want to go to this next level, You must deal with fear. God bless you. Talk to you again. Truth is not relative. Truth is absolute. Truth has a name, and his name is Jesus Christ. God bless you.